Hey there, Sticker Non. This is Michael from Florida, your favorite goddamn state. It's St. Patrick's Day, and I come to you with a joke. How many how many potatoes does it take to kill an Irishman? None. Okay, bye. This is the show. Fuck all the rest. Anal toys and midget sex. Shoot some snack. Break out the bong. Ian Harrison will keep it sick and wrong. Keep it sick and wrong. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, Steve Simon. I'm Harrison. Harrison, sounding all chipper today. I yeah. should be a little more chipper because yeah. uh, I'm about to go on vacation. Okay, that's yeah. good. Taking off. We're recording the show a little bit early. I'm uh, heading to New Orleans. Okay. NOLA. Never been there. you never been to NOLA? No, because every time somebody's like, yeah, you want to go? It's like August. And I'm like, no, I'm not going there in August, you yeah, fuck. Yeah, you know? that'd, that'd, be, that'd be unbearable. So, yeah. I've only been there. Well, I was born outside of New Orleans right. um, in Louisiana. But as an adult, I've only been there once. Mm. A few years ago, I went there for Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, it always seemed time. okay. Yeah, it always seemed like kind of a tourist trap to me. So I was never like dying to go. You know? Nah, you did well. Now that you're substance free, yeah, you uh, probably no would point. enjoy There's it. Yeah, no, 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 point, that no. that city is yeah. pretty much just like Vegas without gambling. It's Plus, just, I, you just, know, I I played Gabriel Knight, Sins of the Fathers. <laughs> I it might as well have been there. You know, I feel but like you, you kind of have to go there eventually. Yeah, I imagine when you start drinking again, it'd be a it'd be a fun time. But mm. I mean, Halloween's amazing. Well, see, according to uh, everyone, when I could start drinking again is never. Wow, that's what they're telling me. I'm a pragmatist, right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Next Wednesday, right? Um, no, but but uh, it's a fun city to go check out. I mean, mm. culturally, it's a uh, you probably have a good time there if you're sober. I doubt sure. it, but yeah, yeah. at least you get to uh, maybe I don't know, take videos of people's drunken foibles. Yeah, I mean, people act retarded in that city, mm. and not to mention it's kind of like sort of like we're all like the uh you know like in florida and north carolina and texas they all just kind of take buses and that's where they vacation yeah so you get like all those college kids that just go there to get wasted Woo! yeah and they it's go like, Woo! i miss the mardi gras thing yeah. i think i probably would have enjoyed mardi i would never gras. go during mardi gras i probably would have enjoyed blow it my though, bra- when even I was, when i drank i'd rather blow my brain uh, i would have enjoyed it when i was 19 yeah you know, or twenty. But I yeah. miss that. And now, fuck no. I'd rather well, you, cut my dick off. Than do you go, go to Cancun for spring break, D? Is that what you do? You go to Acapulco for spring break? <laughs> Could you imagine doing Girls that now at our age? Like <laughs> just you and I going there. At like I can't imagine doing that at any age I've ever been. You know, I did uh, in that whole scene. Freshman like year of college, we yeah. went to Daytona, and it was god awful. Yeah, it was god awful. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I would never do that. You again. Might as well go on a cruise, you know. But anything, any major holiday in New Orleans, like the the Mardi Gras or the the Jazz Festival, you don't want to go during those times. No, because the city's just overrun with idiots. Yeah, it's expensive, so you want to go on an off off time. Although Halloween actually surprisingly wasn't that expensive. Okay. Good time to go there though. Mm. Uh, so many hot girls. Everyone's wasted. Sure. Yeah, it's a good time. Uh, but this this weekend, I'm actually going for my sister's 40th birthday. Okay. Yeah, my sister, Stephanie, irritable bowel sister, turns 40. Sure. And uh, she has to make a fucking destination birthday, 
which is kind of, I mean. This is her idea. Yeah, although she did feel a little bit of pressure. But you, mm. this was her idea. Yeah, she's, it's going to be a big thing. It's like 12 people going out there. Okay. Friends from Michigan. Um, a lot of her friends, me and my girlfriend. And actually my brother's going, which blew my mind. Hmm. My brother, who never leaves his home. My brother, yeah. my brother goes to work. He'll go get porn. He mm. still buys porn, that, by the way, which is weird. weird. That's so weird. I guess weird. He, go, he goes and meets dudes for uh, sex in the dumpster. So mm. I guess that, that makes sense. Okay. Grind, grinder. Yeah. Grinder encounters. But other than that, he never leaves like the three block radius around his apartment. Okay. So for him to go to New Orleans, it's a huge deal. Hmm. I don't know how he's going to deal with it. Um, I don't know. I mean, you could smuggle drugs. I don't know where he's. Gonna, I don't even want to know where yeah. he smuggles Here's his what drugs. You do. Here's what you do, guys. You go to you go to your you know your local uh, drug store, your you know vitamin store, and you get like some herbal supplement that has you know those little capsules, capsules. that you can open up. You open those up. You put some in there. You mark it with a little marker. You're good. Yeah, you know, you know that's, that's what I've done. But that's you, what my if brother you're, does. If you're handling, and this is for specific advice for your brother, if you're handling methamphetamine, you must scrub your hands afterwards before going on the plane. Because if they, te- you know, when they test your hands with that brush to see if there's explosive, it'll, uh, it'll, they can also tell it'll with test drugs. positive. No, it'll test positive for explosive materials because meth has oh, like fucking meth has whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that happened to me one time, and I got taken into the special room and you, you know a cavity search. No, but they searched everything. Everything. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I should tell them that. Yeah. Now I know what. Uh, this is like two years ago when I mm. uh, had to go back to Michigan for like my dad's unveiling or something. Mm. He he had like two of his twink twink boyfriends like spend the whole night just like undoing Tylenol capsules and filling them up with meth. Oh, so he knows what's oh, up. Oh, he knows. I okay. bet you that's probably what All he's right. going to end up doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, what a painstaking thing to do. Right. Because you got to do what you got to do. I wish I had twinks to do shit for me. Oh, my brother, he's got like a twink army. Yeah. I think he feeds him with meth huh. and semen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's going out there. It's like going to the be Keebler, a- Keebler elves or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Yeah, the uh, gay Keebler elves going on, <laughs> just just making crafts. And, yeah. in the treehouse. Yeah. yeah, I don't want any of those cookies. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know what she has planned. It's going to be a good time. Okay. Although I found something out. And I was kind of. Was kind Are you going to go to Marie Laveau's grave or something? You going to do that? You know, uh, I, I didn't make it to the cemetery last time. Okay. Because they, it has weird hours. Like, if you don't get there mm. by four, right. it's closed. And yeah. I'm not get, I am not I didn't get up before four last time. I might try to do that. Okay. Uh, we, we walked by the LaLaurie Mansion. You know that Delphine LaLaurie? No. You ever heard, you've, I'm sure you heard about that. It's like the, one of the most haunted places in the country. Is that the one where they did horrible things to slaves or whatever? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah She, yeah, like, yeah. tortured slaves. Yeah, 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 sure. and, uh, but, I mean, it was awful. Like, they, yeah. uh, the, the house was on fire, and, like, uh, the mm. firemen found this, like, secret door to, mm. a, to a cellar. And there were a bunch of, like, slaves with, like, their bodies mutilated. One yeah. guy had his head cut open. She's doing, like, brain experiments. Right, yeah. Man, it was an awful woman. Oh, yeah. And she escaped. Right. She escaped, too. Anyway, they say that yeah. that... That that home is haunted. You can see this like little black slave girl running around screaming. Sure. Um, Nicholas Cage actually bought it. You know, he and I are kindred spirits. I feel like in a lot of ways. Like yeah, when how he, so? I remember like a while ago, he was like, he was like needed to get away on a vacation, and he went to Dracula's castle in Romania. He's like, I just need to get out of here, and that's he, where he's that's where God I went. Thing. I did that. I did the same thing. He's into the goth thing. Yeah, yeah. He's, he, de- he definitely he's, he's a, great. He's a troubled spirit. Yeah. That guy. 
But you know, he bought the Lalori Mansion, mm. and then uh, I think he went bankrupt, and the right. bank repossessed just, it. Ah, well, yeah, that's too bad. And then now they turned it into condos, like right. really like upscale condos. Mm. Would you want to live in a place that haunted? Uh, no. Like, I would you? So. I mean, if you knew about it, would you yeah. still be like, "Yeah, sure, I'll shell out like a million dollars." I'd for have this to have a lot of roommates. Condo. I would be scared to be there by myself. Well, I would be scared. I just, yeah. I just wouldn't want. It's just like the, 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 nothing good can come from uh, owning that land. I'd like to own it. I'm, I'd buy. I'd be. Know. You know, if I, if I was rich, I'd be like, you know. Fucking Jimmy Page buying all sorts of weird shit the, like that. All the weird occult properties. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's what I would do. That's why I shouldn't ever have money, you know? But you know what I found yeah. out about? And this is, I'm kind of bummed. I wish I'd have known about this. Like, a I always feel ago. that way whenever I'm in Home Depot. I feel like everyone is buying stuff to make their sex dungeon. What? And, and when you're just walking around Home Depot? Yeah. I, everyone is there to make a sex dungeon. I bet you, like, one guy okay. is maybe making a sex dungeon. They're buying D-rings. I know what's up. <laughs> I know what's going on, you know? Yeah. So I, I'm kind of bummed that I found out about this about a uh, month too late. Mm. But apparently it's very easy to book a personal parade. I forget mm. what they call it. It's called a something line. Right. But you can go and you can book a parade for somebody for, like, 50 bucks. Hmm. You got to get a permit from the city. Yeah. You got to hire a band. And you got to pay for a police escort. Hmm. And then they, they'll give you give them a parade route, and it'll be a parade through the city. Had I known that, I would have embarrassed my sister at like yeah. a whole other level. I'd do a parade of clowns on fire. That, that would have been kind of cool. Yeah, it'd be great. I probably would have done something like, my sister loves dwarves. I probably mm-hmm. would have done dwarves, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, clown suits, because she doesn't like clowns. Mm-hmm. Some kind of diarrhea theme going on. Okay, yeah. I could see that. All right. But anyway, she would have been, my sister, she's kind of like me. She doesn't like to make a big deal out of her birthdays. Hmm. I know 40's a major one. Well, you know, g- bringing 12 people to New Orleans, guess what? That's making a big deal That's out of your deal. fucking birthday. But you know, she's like, I am i don't want to go eat at a big dinner and like have a yeah. big thing. She's like, we just go drink. And I was like, you kind of have to have a fucking dinner. All these people yeah. are coming out there to see you. She's like, I don't yeah. want to do that. Hmm. So anyway, if had I actually been like, oh, we got to go to this bar at seven o'clock. And next thing you know, there's like midgets, clown suits, dying. Area wearing mm-hmm. Pepto, the big Pepto Bismol mascot, and she had to like mm-hmm. march down the street. Sure, that would have been amazing. Yeah, I missed out on that. All right, but anyway, next time you go there, you should uh try to organize something like that. I'd love to. So, yeah, I'm gonna be doing that uh this weekend. So, we're pre recording the show tonight. Yeah, um, but I did want to talk to talk about one thing actually. Um, it inspired the song of the week this week. So, uh, Chuck Berry died this past weekend. Chuck Berry, yes. The father um, of rock and roll. Or the whatever. father of rock and roll. Whatever he's he not is. the king. Right. He's the father. But yeah, yeah, many people say he's the one who created rock and roll, yet mm. Elvis gets all the credit. Mm. Um, but when it came to sex and drugs, rock mm. and roll, Chuck Berry rang all the bells. Mm. And then some. Okay. Um, it is kind of funny to, you know, when a, whenever a celebrity like that dies, you know, everyone's lionizing him and tweeting about him. On nostalgic tweets. So you had like Questlove tweeting about him, Mick Jagger. Yeah. Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen loved Chuck Berry. Sure. And everyone's like, oh, the father of rock and roll is an amazing man, brilliant musician, hero Johnny Be Good, roll over Beethoven, died at the age of 90. But no one is tweeting about the depravity of Chuck Berry. Yeah. He and had that's a dark thing. side. He, he had did. a very dark side. Yeah. A scandalous sex life. And no one's bringing that up. I wonder mm-hmm. if, like, Bill Cosby. If Bill Cosby had committed, you know, I'm sure he was committing his uh, date rape, uh, 
drug cocktails back in the 70s and 80s. But had he got caught for it back then, sure. did a little time, and then, you know, stopped or at least was a little more secretive about it. Do you think people, do you think people now would be bringing it up? No. I mean, if, especially if it was like in the 70s, you know? Because apparently even like, everybody was monstrous in the 70s. <laughs> but even Chuck Berry was uh, pissing on prostitutes in the 80s. Sure, sure. So, but, that, but you know, Well, I mean, like, there's nothing wrong with that. Well, you know, okay. What about if it's between two consenting or you know transacting adults? I guess that's true. Just yeah. ask Donald Trump. But um, he has uh, he's done some other things though. Yeah. That uh, he's had to uh, pay out some hush money to deal with this. Sure. So Chuck Berry, following two trips, he had two trips to the Slammer. First, at the height of his fame in the early '60s, for transporting a 14-year-old girl mm. across state lines for sex, an Apache waitress, an Apache waitress. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna get to that. And again in 1979 for tax evasion, he was busted over a 1990 drug raid on his estate in Winsville, Missouri. Authorities suspected him of transporting huge loads of cocaine in his guitar case okay. as part of a multi-million-dollar drug operation, but they only found two ounces of pot, uh, some hashish couple of rifles and a shotgun and about $122,000 in cash. Oh, yeah. Just sitting around. Uh, but they also found huge, a huge stash of porn, including dozens of videotapes and trays of pornographic slides and books. And a lot of it appeared to show underage girls. Right. Because Chuck, Chuck Berry was a freak. Yeah. I mean, I think he's uh, way more of a pervert than you. Yeah. I think he's like advanced level I pervert. don't have uh, underage, you know? <laughs> I mean, everyone... <laughs> I don't know why. What happened? <laughs> Everyone thinks I'm like the fucking Marquis de Sade or something. You know, well, I usually use you as my barometer. It's like, yeah. is he worse than Harrison okay. or not as bad as yeah. Harrison? I would say uh, Chuck Berry is way worse. He's like master level pervert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, are you a little jealous of his perversions? No, I'm glad <laughs> I don't have those perversions. So Barry publicly denied ever using coke. He was charged with pot possession and three counts of child abuse for the underage porn. Is that how it works? If you're a celebrity, you just get child abuse? What about Gary Glitter? Um, well, Gary Glitter got arrested in Cambodia for yeah, fucking, child rape. fucking a child. Yeah, that, and he's true. in a Cambodian jail. Ooh. Not a kind of jail you want to be in. You know? <laughs> Um, Although they still play his song in the states at at sports games, that what's that nah, song? Nah, that, nah, yeah, nah, nah. Nah. Hey, yeah, 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 they still play that. Uh, the seizure of Barry's porn collection led to a scandalous 1993 report in uh, the since defunct uh, Spy magazine. I don't know no. if you've read that one, but there were a lot I of magazines like that. I recall back yeah. in the day. Yeah, there they, were a lot of weird. Yeah, you know, I didn't really have like. I feel like they were already on on the way out when I was in college. Like, yeah, a lot I mean, of them didn't exist anymore. And like, like Screw Magazine. Yeah. That was one of them. I remember there was this, like, magazine that we had that was just a, like, free magazine in New York. It was it was basically, like, Vice Magazine, at, but it wasn't Vice Magazine. It was just some magazine that existed. It doesn't exist anymore. And there was, like, an interview with Guar. and with Dave Brogge? Or Odorous? The, Odorous, the main guy? I don't, a bunch wow. of them. And it had a picture of them, you know, and and I remember it was in the bathroom just for to people to read. And I would go in there and I would just jerk off this Slymenstra hymen. <laughs> just because it was the only thing in there. So it would just be like, I, like, you know, every three days I'd be jerking off this Slymenstra hymen. Because I lived with like three other guys and it was the only place you could really Why go to do it. Why would you just go get like a penthouse or something? I don't, you know, no. I mean, you're old enough to buy a penthouse. Yeah. 
This is pre-internet. I, I think I'd honestly rather jerk off to Sly Menstra Hyman than drink <laughs> jerk off to some chicken penthouse. You All know? right, you're worse than Chuck Berry. Okay, you are worse than Chuck Berry. <laughs> so anyway, Spy Magazine, which is a lot like Screw Magazine, yeah. had like uh, articles, interviews, mm. and they also had like cheesecake photos and like uh, titty pictures. Um, they uh, they they did an article about it and revealed a scandal. Um, about Chuck Berry that that he had a penchant for sexual fetishes involving bodily excretions. Oh yeah, and a predilection for spying on women in bathrooms. Yeah, uh, the magazine described a homemade video in which Berry and an attractive blonde white woman uh, both relieved themselves during a New Year's Eve romp. God, can you imagine what happened when that guy went on tour in Japan? Be <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, or Germany? Yeah. Um, Barry also allegedly installed hidden cameras in the women's restroom at the Southern Air Restaurant in Wentzville, Missouri, after he bought it in 1987. I wonder if he bought it specifically for this purpose. Yeah. One camera was placed behind the toilet seat while others mm. captured aerial views of the toilet's contents dur- during the seconds after the woman stood, but before they flushed. Have you ever been into that toilet play? No. No, Do you no, know no. anybody into that? I don't. <laughs> I couldn't even imagine that. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you see the... I mean, Nicolas I'm, Cage put is putting cameras in... I think he put cameras in the mansion so he could get footage of ghosts going to the bathroom. <laughs> I don't know if that's different, but... Yeah. <laughs> what does a ghost turd look like? Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's that's the thing. Like, you you can find on, like, Pornhub or UJs or something. Yeah. They'll have videos of girls peeing. Right. But it's like, I don't want to sit there and mm. watch, like beneath like under under the toilet shot of a girl relieving herself yeah like wh- when do you get into that yeah i don't know i mean yeah it's some weird thing has to happen like i know i like to watch sometimes i well not anymore but when i was in bad shape i used to i didn't jerk off to it but i used to watch videos of chicks shooting up just is it because of a nostalgic reason? i don't know why i just liked watching had it. you shot up at that point yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's, yeah. you probably felt I mean, like a not, kinship or yeah, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I liked watching it. Hmm. I didn't jerk off. Like, it's like some of the sexier ASMR videos. I watch them. I don't jerk off to them. But I get do get some kind of erotic titillation from them. Well, you know, we interviewed a girl, uh, the queen of fart porn. <laughs> and it's like, you could, you could contact that girl and, and, and order a custom fart video. Where right. It's like, you know, she would eat, and she even said she'd eat like a... a a bean filled burrito and then would wear like a costume like Wonder Woman and just fart. And it's like sometimes she'd even put her asshole up to like uh, the, the, the camera so you could actually see her, you know, the, the, the sphincter fluttering. Okay. And it's like people were into that. And it's just like, what? When do you get into that? Yeah, that's like Chuck Berry wanted to see the girl's turd just floating in the water before she flushed. Yeah. God. Hmm. I guess when you, I guess with Chuck Berry, it's like, I mean, the guy was rich enough where. I mean, he's probably had sex with all sorts of women. So that's when you get into it. Like Donald Trump. Like, that's why it doesn't surprise me he's into piss. Because it's like, sure, he wants to see girls pee on each other because he's done everything else. Right. He's fucked every supermodel, you know, not in the world, but he's fucked a lot of supermodels. Sure. And when you get up to that echelon, it's like, you got to take it to the next level. I guess so. Um, the recordings that they found, though, were then painstakingly <coughs> edited and compiled in a pair of toilet tapes that showed hundreds of women and girls, like young girls, 
and the actor relieving themselves. Oh, he made a compilation. Yeah, he made this is his own tape. He edited himself, or maybe hired somebody. Yeah, this is like when you start uploading videos to Pornhub, (laughs) and then and then friending people so you get access to their private video. It's not a good. I like how they 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 write here. uh, This is a quote. Sometimes the frame is frozen for a few seconds, lingering on moments that must have been considered particularly (laughs) moving. Yeah. I imagine if you watch if you watch these tapes, it's like the ring, <laughs> and, and like fucking five days later, some Japanese girl comes out of the toilet to murder you, or something. Um, he ended up in 1994. He settled this uh, eight hundred thirty thousand dollar class action suit, um, and that's just with dozens of women who claim they're on the tapes. Um, and there's also a similar suit filed by a restaurant worker that he settled for $310,000. This was in 94, which isn't that long ago. Yeah. And this was only like a couple of decades ago. Hmm. So I don't know why people now, like, you know, Questlove is like, isn't tweeting about, well, Chuck Berry liked to watch women piss. Well, look, I mean, it's, it is possible to separate somebody's art from their life, you know? Well, Bill Cosby. <sighs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> He's a bad example, D. All right, you know? all right, all right. But, you know, Michael Jackson, right? He was a weirdo. Yeah, he was a weirdo. Thriller's still a fucking great album, you know? You can't, yeah, you can't do true. anything to that. It's immortal. That is true. You know? Um, H.P. Lovecraft was a racist. <laughs> but uh, we still like him. Uh, Chuck Berry in 1960 um, was charged with violating the Federal Man Act. Yeah. M-A-N-N, Man Act. Also known as the White Slave Traffic Act, which I've what? never heard that term. Why you got to qualify the slave? <laughs> the White Slave yeah, yeah. Traffic Act? Like, oh, uh, it's, 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 wait, wait a minute, a white slave? <laughs> so that prohibits, serious. that prohibits transporting women across state lines for prostitution or debauchery or for any other immoral purpose. Only applies to white slaves. Yeah. Black slaves, brown slaves, no problem. Don't worry about it. That's a weird law that they've actually used to bust a lot of people like transporting tr- prostitutes across state lines but it does a pl- lot of criminals and pre- beyond white slaves prohibition though, right? era criminals anybody oh, any okay. prostitute so act, yeah. or woman tra- transported across straight lines for the purpose of sex uh remember elliot spitzer oh yeah he, he was drove. almost they were almost going to bring the charges the up Man on act. him for doing I, that i forgot about yeah, that. yeah 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 because he, he hired a prostitute. Over? Yeah, exactly. He went to one state over yeah. to a hotel. He had a prostitute, like, <laughs> you know, sent in a car service for one state over. So, That's um, a violation. The victim in question was a 14-year-old Apache waitress and yeah. prostitute whom Barry picked up while traveling in Mexico, and he bought back to St. Louis to work as a hostess at his club bandstand nightclub. Okay. Um, he later claimed the girl told him she was 21. He fired her after several weeks, mm. after which she was busted for prostitution and told the cops that Barry mm. repeatedly had sex with her while they were on the road. Yeah. Including the back of the Cadillac. I think he wrote a song about that. <laughs> you know, um, say what you will about B.B. King, but you can, I can guarantee you he never like shit into a 13-year-old girl's <laughs> mouth or something. You know what I mean? He was probably just all right. You I don't know how strong that guarantee yeah. is. You never know. <laughs> Uh, he was convicted by an all-white jury and sentenced to maximum five years in the slammer mm. uh, by Judge George Moore, who said, I have seen your kind before, and he denied him bail. He also said, I would not turn this man loose to go out and prey on a lot of ignorant Indian girls and colored girls and white girls, if he got any. 
Jeez. Uh, the Why has he got to qualify? Yeah, no, exactly. You know? It's yeah. like, because he's a racist. And I that's see. what the, the conviction was actually overturned based mm. on the racist remarks. Ah. Yeah. So, but Barry did end up serving 20 months behind bars, during which time he wrote several songs. Well, because they were federal charges. So if you get five years, you got to do fucking five years. You yeah, got to do yeah, 80% of it. Whereas if it's state time, you only have to do half. Fine, yeah. yeah. So. Um, but yeah, that, you know, Chuck Berry had his, uh, had his run-ins with the law. He went to he went tax evasion. Mm. He had some problems. You know, he was a he cultivated a reputation as a cheapskate in large because he used local pickup bands instead of hiring regular performers. Mm. So usually the the some of his performances tend to be sloppy because he just met these guys. Right. He also was notorious for getting paid up front for every performance. Although a lot of blues guys did that because they would. Get I mean, stiffed. a lot of fucking comedians do that too. Yeah, you know, well, because you so, get stiffed. Yeah. Um. The uh, author Bruce Pegg wrote a 2002 biography titled Brown-Eyed Handsome Man, The Life and Times of Chuck Berry. He says that uh, for people that knew him, um, they've told him that uh, Chuck Berry is a wonderful family man, but he was a walking contradiction, that's for sure. Okay. So, yeah. ma- hey, maybe. I know. I, I, well, I, I know Jesus was a crossmaker, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so. But a lot of, you know, Keith, Keith Richards actually was on The Tonight Show, and he was telling some story about how mm. Chuck Berry actually punched him in the face for touching his guitar. Oh. So, yeah. I don't know. Not, I guess not everyone's recollections of Chuck Berry are so, uh, so full of unicorns and uh, rainbows. Yeah. Yeah. But but that's the one thing. It's like, you know, one person should probably tweet out like, oh, yeah, Chuck Berry took a video of me pissing. Yeah. You know? Well, it's kind of weird because I feel like in the age of social media, everybody becomes a fucking saint after they die. Yeah, that's you know? the thing. It's like uh, you achieve sainthood. Yeah. Everybody has to. T- and then everybody's got to tweet it out like, rest in peace. Right, yeah. Like, oh, like Whitney Houston dies and all of a sudden I want to dance with somebody, some great work of art or something, you know, like, okay, sure. I mean, that's the thing with Chuck Berry. We were talking about this before. I appreciate Chuck Berry. I mean, his music, you know, ushered in a whole era of music that I love. Yeah. You know, if it wasn't for Chuck Berry, you know, probably someone would have discovered rock and roll. Who would have recorded, who would have sang My Dingling? My Dingling, yeah. Who would have done that? Who would have thought that the guy was a pervert singing a song like that? Right. Um... But yeah, you know, that's the thing. I appreciate Chuck Berry. I don't tend to listen to his music all that often. No. You know? when, why would you sit around? No. Yeah. You know? so I, I, just, yeah. I just don't. However, there's a, there's a song off a, a record called Bio, Chuck Berry Bio, that came out in the 70s. I'm going to end the show with one of those. Okay. Kind of a little later. People, this is episode 576 here, second wrong. Uh, we have Fistful of Steel coming up next. Uh, and uh, we have phone calls after that. But first, here's a word from our sponsor. It's Butt Plug Month on AdamandEve.com. Show that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom. And by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE, you get 50% off your first item, a gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukkake, and on top of all of that, free shipping. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E. That is absolute bull piss. Absolutely. Uh, my sperm was as potent as it got because I knocked up a broad who had a black baby. Absolutely. Uh, well, I'm inciting violence, and somebody bring me up on charges because that is horse shit. That motherfucker goes into my... This is my realm. Absolutely. Uh, 
I'm going back to the old school, back in the 50s and the 1940s when they used to use VD for venereal disease. Fuck the STDs, I still have VD. No fucking way. I don't buy it, I don't believe it, and I think it's pure fabric. Steel. D. Hey, hey, man. Um, thanks for being on the show. It's been a little while. It's taking like a month off here. Um, good to catch up with you. Uh, you know, I, I want to apologize in advance here for fucking up your St. Patrick's Day parade festivities. Because I know uh, in Bay City, St. Patrick's Day is some serious business. It's some serious shit. In, in Bay City, Michigan. So I, when I initially asked you to record on Sunday, um, I figured you would be like, oh, well, well, you said you're like, I'm, I'm open in the afternoon. And then it dawned on me today, it's probably the St. Patrick's Day parade today. And Seal's probably doing, you know, drinking green beer right now with Dougie Warsaw. And I was thinking, I'm probably ruining your St. Patrick's Day festivities. So I apologize. Well, it- if you would have scheduled this show a couple of years ago or maybe three or four years ago, that would have been true because I was a very, I'm a very steadfast, a regular at that festivity that you're talking about. And Bay city is just so nobody uh, misunderstands what's going on here. Bay city is predominantly a Polish tongue where a lot of Polacks, <laughs> but they go all out on St. Patrick's day. And they're one of the few, maybe not, maybe not even, uh, they might be the only one that has a St. Patrick's day parade that draws, you know, tens of thousands, maybe up to a hundred thousand people every fucking year. They do a race and then they have a parade in the afternoon for a couple hours. And then all the bars and there's a shitload of bars in Bay city. It's basically all it is, is bars is, is open, you know, from, you know, from noon or whatever till fucking two o'clock in the morning. And the parade is always on as we're recording the show As your listeners might not know this when the show comes out, but it's Sunday. So they always plan, it's not, it doesn't always fall on St. Patrick's Day, the actual parade, the parade is around St. Patrick's Day. So this year, St. Patrick's Day fell on the 17th, Friday, which is a Friday, yeah. well, it always falls on the 17th, but it was a Friday. So the parade is then the following Sunday. So they try to get it as close to the, the date as possible, you know, if it's... Uh, <laughs> You know, if the, if St. Patrick's Day was on a Tuesday, they'd probably do it the Sunday before St. Patrick's Day. Well, I, so, I, yeah, I would have done that, but I'm so antisocial and withdrawn and very Ted Kaczynski-like now that I don't attend functions where there's a lot of people, so I don't attend it anymore. So we're okay. We're fine. Okay, that's good. That's good. I'm glad your agoraphobia helps me uh, record the show at a convenient yes. time. Um, but, yeah, You're I welcome. remember I've been to the St. Patrick's Day with you. Actually, I remember uh, me and probably Kessler back in the day, probably in the 90s, drinking heavily and uh, in public during the St. Patrick's Day Parade. And I think that's kind of one of the things. Like Bay City, sure, they might be primarily Polish, but they're willing to co-opt an Irish holiday just so they can drink all day. Oh, yeah. We culturally uh, appropriate other people. We do it all the time. (laughs) But, yeah, our big day is St. Patrick's Day. They have tents and festivals, you know beer tents and everything out along the parade route. And the parade, you know, starts in, um, like, out in the township and then drives into the downtown Bay City, and the streets are lined with people, and there's people <laughs> pissing in bushes and barfing, you know, on on porch steps. And, you know, you can see everybody's – most people are shit-faced by the time the parade even begins. The parade starts at 2. Yeah, most people are wasted. drunk by noon. And then they're puking their guts out and starting around 2, you know, right when the parade starts. In fact – um, 
for years, we used to go to a, a buddy of mine. His grandpa lived right off the parade route. For years, we used to go over to his grandpa's house. All of us, there'd be like 50 of us. We'd go over there and we'd, uh, you know, eat. There'd be a, a spread of food you'd eat. And then you'd go out the corner, watch the parade. You keep going back and filling up your beer. Um, cause you're not supposed to have open intoxicants along the parade route. Everybody on the parade route had open intoxicants. So it was, they couldn't enforce it. So we used to run back to the house, grab something to eat, and then refill our beer, go back to the parade and watch it. And we were usually so shit faced, but then, his grandpa died and the house got sold. So I remember the year after that, we had no place to set up shop. For we would just hang out parade. in the yard. Yeah. Well, no, what we did yard. is we, 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 a couple of my friends had pickup trucks. So we, what we did is we backed Classy. up the pickup trucks the night before. So we'd have the pickup trucks parked right next to the parade route. Cause if you're not there three hours or four hours before the parade, you're not getting a, a prime parking spot or whatever. So we dropped off some pickup trucks the night before. And then when we got there the morning of the parade, we'd fill the pickup beds with ice. And then we'd throw a oh, the keg. Beer, that's a good idea. Yeah, and then we'd throw a keg and then some fists and, you know, pop and stuff into the fucking bed of the pickup truck when we got there. And I got so shit-faced that year because um, I was mixing. I, I, I was drinking whiskey and water at the time, and I ran out of water. So I thought the the closest thing to water was vodka because vodka is clear <laughs> like water. So I was mixing vodka and water and I got so shit faced before the parade even began. I had the police escorting me to their police car and uh, throwing me up against the, um, they threw me up against the thing saying, look, we've had a lot of complaints that you're, you're, you Were know, you people or something? Well, I don't know if I showed any testicles or ass, but that's always <laughs> possible when you get shit faced. I don't remember exactly a lot about it. I remember being uh, leaned against the cop car and frisked because I was. They they said I was being drunk and disorderly, and they thought that you know I you know that I might be handing out booze to minors walking down the parade route. You didn't request. I, I was just. You didn't request a cavity. You didn't request a cavity search. No, I did not. But they almost <laughs> gave me one. But they they were saying all this shit like, oh well, you. You're handing out beer to anybody walking down. I was, I, I may have been, you know, handing out alcohol to people just as I was walking down the parade route that maybe had no business drinking alcohol. I didn't card anybody. I was just handing out beer. <laughs> and uh, so they put me against the cop car, and they're searching my pockets. And quite frankly, they were a little aggressive with the search. I mean, I think they grabbed my penis and testicles one, two. I mean, they didn't. I don't know what they thought I was hiding in the front of my pants, but they were. <laughs> They were very uh, liberal with their search of my lower torso. I can, I can, I can say that. <laughs> and I, of course, all my friends are around the cop car watching as these cops are doing this and just shaking their head like, "What the fuck? He's going to jail for sure." And they reach in my pockets and they feel something that's in my pockets, and they pull out a bag. I have the, I had a bag like a little. It was basically like a little dime bag, but the dime bag what? had. Uh, three Viagras, two Cialis, and a couple Imodium ADs in it for diarrhea. <laughs> and and the cop, the look on his face when he found this, the cop thought that he just struck gold. He thought that he just found like uh, ecstasy or something. Yeah, yeah. To jail. <laughs> so the cop is smiling. Like the cop thinks that he's uh, he, he thinks that he just huge bust. Know, yeah, he made his day. He's just he got somebody. He's got drugs on him. He's this guy's going to jail. So he pulls him out and he's like, oh, 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 well, what do we have here, Mr. Steele? And I'm like, what do you mean? I look back, he's holding up the diet, like shaking it in my face. Like, what do you think this is? 
what do you got here? And all my friends are looking around. They're looking at each other like, what the fuck? I go, uh, I don't know. Why don't you open up and find out? He goes, well, I think I found drugs on your person. I said, I think you did too. <laughs> he opens up the fucking thing. There's three blue pills with the, you know, the Viagra pills in there and a fucking, a couple of yellow ones, which are the Cialis. And then there's a couple of rap ones that say a modium AD on them. <laughs> I said, what do you got there, officer? He goes, uh, I got a blue, few blue, blue pills, some yellow ones. And, uh, I don't know what this one is. I said, I'll tell you what they are. They're Viagra. Cause I have a limp dick. They're Cialis. Cause my dick is extra limp. <laughs> and that fucking emodium you got in your hand. That's cause sometimes I get the shits after I drink a lot of whiskey. <laughs> and he's like, all my friends are laughing. They're going, holy fuck. They're laughing their ass off. And then there's, there's a bunch of strangers. Right? I got a crowd of like fucking 75 people watching me get busted. And everybody's laughing their ass off when they find out that this cop, all he pulled out of my pocket was fucking Cialis Viagra and Imodium AD. I, I just love how you are beyond shame. There's just no shame for you. You just don't give a shit. <laughs> it's like... Well, I mean, I, I, but not only that, it was beyond shame, but it's just, it, it's the truth. You're going to take me to jail because I have a fucking soft pickle and I fucking get the shits? Have but, fun with that in court when I bring that up to the fucking judge. <laughs> yeah, judge, he arrested me because I fucking had loose stool and my dick doesn't get hard. Go fuck yourself. So, I yeah, but I, the whole fucking... He, he had egg on his face because, I mean, he thought he Yeah, was, he would have been like, know. he probably thought he got like, you know, someone with some MDMA and some ecstasy and whatever. Right. He opens thought it up. Me, it's like a yeah. di diarrhea and boner pills. Great. Thought I had the date rape drug in my pocket and, you know, you know, and the fucking, you know, speed or whatever the fuck he's looking for. Oh, fuck you, asshole. So, yeah, Joe Cop fucking had egg on his face and they had to let me go because he felt like an asshole. I just love how uh, you got up that morning, you know, put on your jean shorts, your trench coat, and your cowboy boots, and you're like, you know what? I'm probably going to end up fucking some Bay City pig today. I better put three Viagra in here, two Cialises, just in case I fuck her twice. And if I'm going to have diarrhea because I drank too much whiskey, I'll throw in a couple of modium as well. It's your travel pack, the John Steele travel pack. Hey, I don't, I'm very prepared when I leave to go out on a daily, on a day drunk. When you're starting drinking at fucking nine in the morning and you're not going to stop to one, you know, 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. the following morning, I don't fuck around. I go fully prepared that there could be something that happens. Plus the fact that, yeah, I do have a soft pickle. Plus I'll be whiskey dick on top of it. Plus the fact that, like you said, the girl that I bring home in Bay City is likely going to be uh, way overweight, probably even clinically obese in some uh, regards and probably have blood sugar levels at least be type 2 diabetic <laughs> no matter who i pick up she's going to be huge large and obese that i'm going to need more than one viagra i'm going to need multiple viagras a couple cialis thrown into the mix i can't risk it at that point because that dick isn't going to get hard on its own it, it's going to need some assistance <laughs> jug steel irresistible to bay city women on st patrick's day um <laughs> well i was i was i that's not entirely true because uh, you might not know this. I'm not totally irresistible to women on St. Patrick's Day. I'll tell you one girl who, I, I, who, who resisted all of my advances on St. Patrick's Day. Your sister. Whoa. In, now oh, that, yeah. You might oh, have yeah. needed some extra modium for that one. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would, have, I would have needed a whole jug of Pepto-Bismol. But this is before I even knew she had IBS. So I wouldn't have known that. But this was back in the early 2000s. I want to say 2001-ish, 2002-ish. She, she might have still been in college or just out of college. <laughs> and we had a St. Patrick's Day here, and your sister and some of her friends, one of them graduated from Garber, and then some of them were like just her friends from college. 
showed up to the corner that we used to always party on for St. Patrick's Day. And I always thought your sister was, you know, hot, pretty attractive. So I was hitting on her all day long from the time she showed up at the St. Patrick's Day. She resisted every advance that I tried to make. She wanted nothing to do with me. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) So there is one woman who could resist steel on St. Patrick's Day, and it's your sister. That would have been amazing if you hooked up with her. I I would have brought that up. Every family event, every family event. When she got married, I'd be like, yeah, well, Jeremy, do you know back in 2001, she actually had sex intercourse with none other than John Steele. <laughs> wow. I can't believe she could uh, yeah. resist. Yeah, just yeah. think this. Maybe if, if things would have went differently that St. Patrick's Day, maybe I'd be at that family dinner table and I would be your brother. <laughs> you ever stop and think about that, huh? Wow. Wow. That's like a, the worst episode of Black Mirror I can imagine. That's yeah, like, and maybe, <laughs> maybe you'd be an uncle by now. Huh? Maybe <laughs> her and I would have worse. had coitus to the point where we had children. So there's a little tidbit. I don't think you ever knew about that. Uh, you know, yeah, I, she, that was, she, she has locked that secret up. She has locked that secret. She has never mentioned that. I'm going to bring, you know, it's her birthday uh, this week. And we're going to be celebrating New Orleans this weekend. That's the first uh, thing I'm going to bring up. When she almost oh, had please. sex with John Steele. Well, now you're you're taking it a step further. Almost had sex is implying that we were. She actually would that she was, was considering it. any of my events. I didn't think we kissed. In fact, in fact, I'm pretty sure she stayed as far away from me as possible the whole time. I'm sure she was probably uh, you know in in her pocket just holding her fucking mace, just ready. But you know, and then a couple times, you know, she might have eased up on her grip, but then grabbed it really, you know, just ready for it. But um, yeah, I'm going to be bringing would, this up because I'm yeah, in my mind already. Verbally, I was making it very well known to her that I was I was interested if she was, <laughs> and and maybe some some nonverbal gestures in my demeanor were making it you know obvious that hey, I'm down for coitus if you're down for coitus. Uh, but uh, she wanted nothing to do with. It. Wow, I can't imagine why not. But uh, yeah, in her my loss. mind, I mean, it's her loss. I in mean, my mind. You guys have already had sex three times, so I'm going to be bringing this up this weekend. I'll let you know what happens. All right, we got to, you, you sent me yeah. some rants. We got a couple rants to get to. Um, the first one here is about hazing in college. So luckily, I never had to have that happen. Holy shit, America! What's this that I read about some college student who had a peanut allergy who almost died because he had peanut butter rubbed on his face during a fraternity house hazing incident? I mean. Since when does hazing involve smearing a sandwich condiment on someone's forehead? Whatever happened to the good old traditional hazing rituals, you know, like drinking to the point of alcohol poisoning or kidnapping the school's mascot or going on panty raids at sorority houses or being forced to blow a local farm animal? When did hazing go from binge drinking and sodomy to making pledges touch peanut butter or eat gluten? It sure says a lot about how pussified America has gotten when it's now a hell of a lot scarier for a college kid to put a slice of bread in his mouth instead of a goat's penis. <laughs> the pussification of America's college hazing rituals. Yeah, it's sad. It is I mean, sad. There used to be a lot of butt play and a lot of like gay shit, you know, where they... <laughs> Put oil on you and then dump fucking sheep wool over you or something. None of none of that goes on anymore. Now you're fucking a hazing thing. You fucking smear peanut butter on their forehead, and now because our kids are allergic to everything, they almost die. 
I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> we're pussies over here. What the fuck ever happened to us? Well, it's funny because <clears throat> back in your day in college, it's like the 80s, you're talking about like animal house type hazy rituals where, you know, you steal the other school's farm mascot and blow it or whatever. In my day, it was like pretty much straight gay. Like closet okay. homosexual hazing hazing rituals. Like they would order a pizza and then watch as all the uh, the, the the guys that were running for um, to get into I forget what they call them the initiates or whatever trying to get into the frat. pledges pledges all the pledges yeah. would jack off on the pizza and the last one to come would have to eat the pizza like that that <laughs> shit that they did or uh, did you ever hear about the one where um. I know this is kind of in the urban myth world, but no one would make this up. So it had to have happened at one time. Uh, did you ever hear the one where they would do the elephant walk? Did you hear about this? Ah, uh, you'd have to refresh my memory. That does not ring a bell with me. So the elephant walk, they'd line up all the pledges, butt naked in a line. You'd stick your thumb up one guy's asshole and another thumb in your mouth. And you guys would have to walk. And if the thumb came out, you had to switch. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that you know, they, I know it's urban myth, and I've I've read about it, heard about it. Someone had to have done this for this to happen. Well, anyway, that was back in like I was in college in the '90s, but now in the 2000s, because like you know, people have been too drunk and they've died, and all sorts of things have happened. Now they got to do stuff like that, yeah, where it's like, okay, who can eat the most craft slices of cheese? You know, slices of craft cheese. Let's see how many you can eat in one sitting, or let's wipe some peanut butter on your nose. Like, I think that's where they've come to now because they can't do anything else because they'll go to jail and lose their charter. Well, that's bullshit, though. I mean, first of all, who's making the laws on what fucking hazing ritual you can or cannot have? I mean, that's bullshit that, that law enforcement or the school or the president, the dean of the fucking college steps in and says, oh, you can't do this. You can't do this hazing ritual. Well, how about letting the marketplace decide that if you're a pledge and you're pledging for a fraternity and you want to get in that fraternity so badly, so badly that you're willing to stick another man's dick in your mouth or stick a, a fucking uh, you, you lick a horse's asshole or whatever they fucking have you do. If you really want to be a part of that fraternity and show brotherhood and that you're akin to those people that are in the fraternity, then, then that should be up to you. That should be a choice that you decide. Nobody else should be deciding what is a bad ritual or a bad hazing method and what is right and what is wrong. Fuck them. That's what pisses me off is if, if, if people want to do that and they want to be degraded and they want to have, you know, quasi homosexual, uh, things done to them or done to others, then that's totally should be up to them. It should be the college should stay out of it. Law enforcement should stay out of it. Parents should stay out of it and let these kids make their own decision. They're college kids now. That's part of being a college kid <laughs> is making decisions, whether it be good or bad, pay the consequences, make that decision. You know, I, I, I can't agree with you more. I think it's like, you know, let that stuff happen right now and just deal with the trauma and the therapy later. You know, later in life, yeah. when you've had, like, you know, you're on your third failed marriage, you're going to the rest stop to go blow old men, that's when you should deal with, like, you know, what actually happened with that goat back in, like, you know, the frat in, 80, in 1985. Yeah, I mean, you fuck a sheep. They tell you to fuck a sheep. Oh, now you're part of the fucking fraternity. You're real happy. And then you just go to the shower and try to wash the shame off. But you get over it. You be part of be They're your brothers. They made you fuck a sheep. And now you can hang out and drink beer with them and try to fuck sorority broads. If that's if that means that much to you where you're willing to do that, then fuck everybody else. 
They, they should be able to do whatever hazing they want to do. But then again, like in this day and age, like are there that many allergies? Like I didn't even hear about gluten until five years ago, and all of a sudden everybody's fucking gluten is poisonous to everybody. Oh, get that away from me. It's got gluten in it. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, what happened to us where everything is an allergy nowadays? Well, I got to say I'm allergic to goat penis, but hey, that's just me. <laughs> all right, moving yeah, on. Hey. Moving on. We got a... Uh, yeah, I can't imagine you've ever actually eaten at an Ethiopian restaurant, but uh, we're, about, we're about to find out why. I just saw some douchebag on Facebook post something about how much they enjoy eating at Ethiopian restaurants. Ethiopian restaurants? Who even knew these fucking things existed? What the fuck is on the menu at an Ethiopian restaurant? Starvation? What, do you go sit in a booth for a month, get malaria, let your belly swell up until you have flies buzzing around your head, give the waitress 35 cents a day, and then wait to have a grain of rice airdropped onto your table? Fuck you and your Ethiopian restaurants. Stop trying to be so enlightened. Be an American. Go to a real restaurant. You know, one that has a buffet that serves up obesity and type 2 diabetes. Stop being such a little pussy. <laughs> I can't imagine they have an Ethiopian restaurant in Bay City, Michigan, do they? No, they do not. This was somebody yeah. on Facebook uh, who I think lives in probably New York or something, somewhere where there's probably some sort of African cuisine, you know, restaurants or whatever around that loves the cuisine at the Ethiopian fucking restaurants that they go to. <laughs> I can't imagine, uh, like, you, you hear the French, you know, French are known for their cuisine and the Italians and stuff. I don't hear a lot of people saying, yeah, those Ethiopians, their cuisine is delicious. <laughs> I mean, who's this asshole that's going to Ethiopian restaurants? Go fuckers. You know, I've actually eaten at an Ethiopian restaurant before because there, there is an area called Little Ethiopia here in L.A. I have eaten at an Ethiopian restaurant. Yeah, no, there is. There's like a little area. It's got, I think they also call it Eritrean restaurants as well, which I'm not quite sure what that means, but there's it's called Little Ethiopia. It's on the west side, and there's a bunch of Ethiopian restaurants. But in my mind, I always thought, like, what do they give you? Just like, what's on the menu? Just one piece of rice, a stick, and some mud? Like, that's, that's mm -hmm. I always like, is that the, uh, you know, is that the special of the day? But you know, I went there, and it's, if you like Indian food, it's similar. It's kind of like, one yellow pile of mush, one green pile of, of mush, and an orange pile of mush, and they give you this like spongy bread and you dip it into the orange, green, or yellow pile. I have no idea what it is that I ate. Didn't taste that bad, didn't give me diarrhea. So never eaten it again, but hey. <laughs> yeah, probably just you probably just ate a little malaria and some bola and a little AIDS mixed into it. No big deal. That's some tasty no cholera. Big... Yeah, not bad. <laughs> That's delicious. Yeah, no, I had no idea LA had a place called Little Ethiopia. I'd be yeah. hanging out there all the fucking time in that little town. Is it like a like how many people live like I know there's Koreatown and there's Chinatown. How many people live in little Ethiopia? And are they all in fact Ethiopian? I think it's because they have like three Ethiopian restaurants. It earned the title Little Ethiopia. However, I do think you should maybe pull up a pickup truck near one of those restaurants, fill it up full of beer and ice and whiskey, and just hang out with the Ethiopians. <laughs> I was going to say, is, are they calling it Little Ethiopia because that's the black part of Los Angeles? But then I thought to myself, if they're calling it Little Ethiopia, why is it so central, Little Ethiopia? <laughs> yeah. I, I, even the black guys are like, why would we go up there and eat that food? It's like it's a stick, rice, and a, some mud. Yeah. yeah, the guys in South Central aren't running over to Little Ethiopia to, to get some culture and learn about the international cuisine of some of their ancestors that came from Ethiopia. No, the guys from South Central are going down to the 7-Eleven and getting a fucking grape Kool-Aid and a, and a Twizzler and bringing it back to the pad. They don't want anything to do with that Ethiopian shit.
right. The, the, last, uh, the last rant we have here is an interesting one. Um, I think it's a little premature because I think gay pride isn't for another few months. Was it June or something? But hey, it is. Hey, it, premature is my middle name. <laughs> <laughs> These are Steele's uh, sentiments on the, uh, the icon of the gays here. Well, get ready, people, because there's one great big heaping spoonful of homophobia about to come your way. Oh, that's right. I see on social media that people are pissing and moaning about some rainbow flag that was taken off a flagpole somewhere. And frankly, (laughs) I'm too lazy to investigate the story, so I have no idea where it happened or how it took place or who it affects. All I know is that I don't understand the whole rainbow flag thing to begin with. Why do gays have a flag? They have a flag because they suck dicks? It's unbelievable. We have nations flags and team flags, school flags, and of course now we have these fabulous rainbow flags. I get that flags in and of themselves are a bit ridiculous, but sorry gays, nothing is more absurd than your cute little rainbow flag. One, it couldn't be more gay. Of course you had to pick the gaudiest, (laughs) most obnoxious flag on the planet. I get that you like all the pageantry and faggotry of the rainbow colors, but let's be honest. You stole the rainbow from the fucking leprechauns. Before you turd burglars came along and kidnapped the rainbow for your narcissistic selves, we only knew the rainbow as something we might see on a bag of Skittles or the, the highway the leprechauns traveled down on their way to a pot of gold. But now, holy shit, your rainbow flag is everywhere we look. It's on Facebook. It's flying high above Capitol buildings. Hey, fruits, for a group of people who can't actually procreate, your flag seems to be procreating just fine. Look, gays, not to be a cunt, but shouldn't your flag be a cum rag with a logo of a dead coked up gerbil wearing nothing but a ball gag in its mouth and a rubber dildo fist up its ass? When did all of you gays decide that you needed your own flag anyway? Did you just wake up one morning after a night of felching and fisting and look at each other and say, uh, thanks for the rogering last night, Biff. You know, I think we deserve a flag for all of our man-on-man coxmanship and sodomy. Let's get ourselves a fucking flag. You know, something really loud and super gay. What's that thing with all the colors in it? You know, that thing that those disgusting little Irish trolls use? Yes, the rainbow. Let's use the rainbow as our flag. Fuck those green midgets. You mix aren't so lucky now, are you? Now, Biff, how about you get back over here and put your cock back in my mouth? I'm thirsty. In closing, flags are very odd things anyway, but to have a flag just because you put a few strange dicks in your mouth at a glory hole is quite possibly the most retarded thing the world has ever seen. I mean, if we're just going to willy-nilly start handing out flags to everybody based on what they put in their mouths, then wait until those of us who have eaten out a fat chick's pussy get our own flag. There will be more I've eaten out a fat chick's pussy flags than American flags, Confederate flags, rainbow flags, or don't tread on me flags combined. Uh, come to think of it, maybe the Confederate flag is the I've eaten out a fat chick's pussy flag. Anyway, all I'm saying is can we please stop handing out flags to everybody who thinks they deserve a flag based upon what they do or don't put in their mouths and assholes? We're better than this, people. Let's act like it. Wow. Such animosity towards the gay flag. Yes. Yes, very you know, much. against flags in general, but yeah, the, the gay flag has really been annoying me lately, just simply because it seems to be in the news an awful lot or on Facebook and the, the Facebook photo filters and shit that people use of it. It just seems to be more used a lot more than some of the other flags as of, as of late. 
You know, you do see it. it's very pervasive. Um, are you upset because you feel rainbows should be used still by the leprechauns or, or possibly like on a, you know, a decal on the side of a rusty pedophile van? I mean, is that, is that you're just upset that now you can't use the rainbow without being associated with homosexuality? Yeah, well, they, that's part of it. They hijacked it. Now, anytime you see a rainbow, you know, the first thing you think about is two guys fucking each other. It's like it's, it's, they've ruined the whole rainbow. Rainbow used to be a nice, cute little thing. You'd see it when, the, when the, it was raining, when it was sunny out. You'd see a rainbow come up. And then, like I said, you get a bag of Skittles that's on there. And Skittles is all different colors and flavorful, bursting flavors, you know, different uh, strawberry and orange and pineapple. And, and now they've ruined like it's it's now the only thing the rainbow is equated with in fact i believe hawaii the university of hawaii oh, the rainbow uh, makers they or used to be the rainbow warriors rainbow warriors is, yeah then i think and i don't quote me on this i'm actual you know you might want to do a fact check on this because i might totally be speaking out of my ass but i think that when i was a kid they had a they had a white football helmet and it had a rainbow on the side for the Rainbow Warriors. Now, a Rainbow Warrior is some sort of native tribesman from one of the Polynesian islands. Well, that, in years, as of late, I think they dropped the Rainbow out of their nickname, and now they're just, just the, the Hawaii Warriors. Warriors, and they no longer have any Rainbow on their helmet or clothing or uniforms or anything. They've gotten rid of it completely. All because my, of the gays. My guess is it's because... There's too many people probably making gay jokes about them. When they came out on the fucking football field in the rainbow helmets, probably everybody started yelling, look at these fags, look at these queer, you know, and, and now they didn't want to be associated with the gays, so now they got rid of it completely. So, yeah, I think they've hijacked a symbol that had nothing to do with gay people or gayness or ass fucking or butt fucking or anything and now that's all it's, it's equated it, with yeah, exactly you know they kind of did the same thing with the unicorn you know i i used to i used to know a guy who had a unicorn tattoo i worked with him and uh he, he worked in this warehouse and uh he was a biker dude and i think in the 80s he got this like unicorn tattoo on his back with like you know on a rainbow right. cloud or something and it was like kind of a tough guy tattoo in the 80s May, well not completely tough but kind of tough but now it's like that's the gayest tattoo I've ever seen. <laughs> like I would get that covered up with anything because it's the gayest right. tattoo I've ever seen. You, it's so gay that you would get it covered up with a tattoo of a penis. That's yeah. how gay the unicorn it's, it's tattoo the, the is. The gayest yeah. tattoo. However, you know, in defense of the rainbow flag, it has gotten me out of a couple jams. And I don't mean this to use that word. Uh, that really sounds, here. yeah, you'll have to clarify on that. <laughs> Let me clarify my point. rainbow flag, I'm thinking of a fist. Let me clarify my point. Sometimes when you live in a big city, there's a lot of gay bars. You might be going out on the town, getting wasted, and all you're thinking is, I just need another drink. Holy shit. And some of these gay bars, like, you know, the, the leather bars, like my brother worked at this bar called Cell Block. From the outside, it looked like a cool heavy metal bar. It looked like a place, you know, like uh, you know, Motley Crue would have hung out in the 80s. It's kind of like, you know, right. it's, it's, it's got like bars on it, and it's dark, and it's... It's black, and I was like, oh, that looks like it might be a cool place. But then as I, you know, drunkenly amble up to the door, I see a rainbow flag, you know, a little rainbow flag sticker, and I'm like, oh, shit, I'm not going to go there. So it's, it's kind of, you know, it's like you could see that, and you realize, okay, maybe that's not a bar that I want to hang out or possibly pass out in, you know? 
Oh, I agree that, yeah, that they, you know, they'll mark their territory with like a pink, a pink triangle or the rainbow flag, or now, like you said, maybe a unicorn on the outside. <laughs> so it lets the people coming in there know, Hey, this is a gay friendly or a gay establishment. Come in here, enjoy yourself. But I mean, does it have to be the rainbow? Couldn't it just be two cocks? Like, like the skull and crossbones, but instead of the two bones crossing, like two dicks. Uh, well, I mean, what about the lesbians? Something that was more suitable towards, you know, you know, gay. Like they don't have to take a symbol that's already out there, used universally amongst, you know, for whatever, and make that their own. They could have come up with their own. They could have been creative, use some originality. Let's let's you know. Like a feces covered gerbil. That's, that's a good one. Yeah, you know, if I if I was walking up to a bar drunk and I saw they had a flag with a feces covered gerbil, you know, sitting there in a pool of blood, I probably also would be like, yeah, I'm not gonna go hang out here and go to another See, bar. Yeah, it would say, it would serve the same purpose as like you said, it got you out of a jam of going into a gay bar when you weren't really in the mood to go into one of those places. <laughs> so you you went down the street and went somewhere else. But yeah, if they would have had your fecal covered bloody gerbil on there, it would have it would have still sent the message, hey. This is a gay bar. You may not want to come in here if you're not gay. So, I mean, I, I just, yeah, they, they, I think they just, uh, they hijacked it. They kidnapped it. Now it's basically exclusively theirs and nobody else can, can touch it. Well, think so, about it. If, uh, Steve Gutenberg, you know, happened to run in, you know, run down the street, I think it's like, you know, remember the police Academy for some reason, he'd be unclothed. He'd be running down the street and he'd try to duck into a bar and it turned yeah. out to be the blue oyster. If he was running down the street and he saw a rainbow flag, in front of that bar, he might not have. He might have thought twice before going in there naked. Oh, for sure. You certainly, yeah. You certainly, if you're a straight man. I mean, going. To, I've been in a lot of gay bars. That's okay. I have a good time when I've been out in L.A. Or uh, when I was out there the last time, we went to a bunch of gay bars. Me and Martin with uh, the guys from Gay Men Talking. It was fantastic. I love West Hollywood, and I love the gays. But yeah, you certainly don't want to go strolling into a gay bar naked if you're a straight man. That's that's. Uh, it's like uh, throwing yourself to the wolves. I, I was fully clothed and I was getting my ass groped at the urinal. So I can imagine if you go in there not, without anything on, completely disrobed, that, yeah, you're going to have a problem. <laughs> well, Seal, uh, thanks for being on, uh, on the show this week. And I'm going to let you get back to your St. Patrick's Day festivities. I don't know if you have any Irish porn and some Jameson. I hope you're drinking at least drinking some shots of Jameson. Uh, no, I, no, I'm not a, I, I, no, I, I'm not a big, uh, I like whiskey, but I don't tend not to drink Irish too much whiskey? Irish whiskey. Yeah. I, I drink, uh, usually the bourbons, the Tennessee or the Kentucky whiskeys and, uh, sometimes some Canadian whiskey, but yeah, I don't really partake <laughs> too much in the Irish scotch. I'll actually drink Scott. I'm actually Scottish. So, uh, I usually go know, get I, a I shamrock drink. shake from McDonald's, pour a little bit of Jameson in there and then, uh, drink away my sorrow. Because, uh, you know, I, don't, I can't think of too many Irish Jews that celebrate uh, St. Patrick's Day. Are there any? Yeah, the only Jews I've ever seen at uh, St. Patrick's Day festivity was your sister. And she... Uh, <laughs> I can't wait to bring... The- I cannot wait to bring that up this weekend. I'll let you know what happened. <laughs> I, don't know if she'll rem- I don't know if she'll remember it. She seemed to be... She, she seemed to be fairly... I mean, she was drinking, I think, but she wasn't... The rest of us were shit-faced, even including some of her friends that were with her. So... But, like, she was fairly even keel and calm and, I think, still kind of with it. The rest of us were just completely blitzed. But, yeah, wow. I I, uh, I remember being shot down and her, uh, you know, not doing anything to help my self-esteem at all that day. Well, if I was her, I'd be repressing those memories as deep as possible. You know, <laughs> I would never want to think about that again. Anyway, Steele, thanks for being on the show. Until next time, take us easy. Hey, sick and raw. 
Long listeners. This is Trucker Paul. I got to tell you about this wonderful porno place where you can buy jack-off machines, dildos, inflatable wives. I bought them all. When I go home, I like to diddle my wife with a, a little dildo. When I'm on the road, I got my second wife, my blow-up doll, and my jack-off sleeve. Go to adamandeve.com. Type in the word diddle. D-I-D-D-L-E. And you'll get 50% off all your masturbation machines. Adios, lick my balls. I put a spell on you. People got a few phone calls to get to. 323-522-4032 is that number. Um, Harrison has curated these phone calls, has mm. them queued up, ready to go. Oh, yeah. The first of which, actually, has to do... It's a question for you, Harrison. Yeah, okay. She, she is requesting your expertise in this matter. Mm. I'm just going to sit back and watch and listen and learn. Um, but somebody has a question about um, your sex kit. Okay. Yeah. Hey guys, it's um, Vicky from the UK again. Um, uh, Tracy and James are still here. I don't have any more shit news for you, but I love this accent. What 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 is this accent? Is it like the female Cockney accent? Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Hi guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is Vicky. Yeah. It's like the you ever watch Saxondale? Totally. Yeah, the receptionist. <laughs> the receptionist that he doesn't from like. Saxondale. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> What I wanted to ask you was, oh, I'm on your Facebook, by the way. I do, I do, I'm, a, I'm on your friend, so um, don't be able to see me there. I'm a complete fat bitch, so you hate me. <laughs> but um, I just wanted to ask on Jane, my friend James Vihar. He's setting up his own BDSM kit, and he wanted to ask Harrison what the contents of this kit needs to be, because he's a kinky fucker, and he needs to know, because he doesn't want to get it wrong. I just want to go B&Q and get empowered. He doesn't know what B&Q is. B&Q is like Target. Kind of thing. Anyway. Wait, what? Wait, what? Uh, did you say B and Q? She said, oh, it's like Target. Oh, oh she okay. says like, oh, so it's a store. Do you go uh, to like a store like Target to buy uh, no. things for your sex kit? No, but you, I, sometimes I make homemade things. You oh, know? So you go to like Home Depot. Uh, yeah. So you're the guy at Home Depot shopping for I am sex some, sometimes, yeah. yeah. Sometimes I am. Because I'm not that handy. But except when it comes to that. Like like when it comes to like making makeshift sex toys, do you get all things. Bob Vila and just start like I do? And this is yeah, how yeah, you, yeah. the curvature is perfect for going in the anus. Yeah, and- yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just uh, we need a bit of feedback because we need to know what the basic kit is because he's a kinky fucker. And Harrison, I fucking love your sex stories. You need to tell us more shit. Mm. Um, anyway. Um, can, you, can you? Yeah, now you're clean. Well done, mate. We love you. We love you. We love you more than likely. We've been listening for fucking years. That's anyway, good to hear. We need to know what basis of the kit is. And um, do you carry it around with you? Um, do you hide it in the boot of your car? And also, James. James also wants. Yeah, he's thinking of keeping it in his car. Also, I want to know. Oh shit! I'm too high. I can't remember what I was going to fucking ask. I was going to say. Oh, this, oh if, yeah, the question is, and, and we all want to ask, and I've asked my friends, two friends here tonight, Tracy and uh, James, if you were inside for 20 years, solid, no parole, 
Um, this is a weird turn. Okay, well, <laughs> I was about yeah. to say, she first was asking about the sex kit, yeah. and now we're going into, like, prison sex, okay. I'm assuming. Yeah, all right. Once I spoke to you, do you reckon that if you were in for 20 years, would you go fucking gay if you were that desperate? Would you do it? Would you take a straight one at the wrong one? Just a fucking scratch an itch. Would you cut cock? <laughs> Oh, would, yeah, Tracy, Tracy wants to know, and personally, if I was in a woman's prison, I'm not sure if it's me. Yeah, I mean, cock, cock's the way to go, do you know what I mean? I'd take it, but I wouldn't give it. I am bi, curious, but um, I definitely need a cock, and I wouldn't, I would, no, Tracy's not. This is a party, I'm kind of sad I wasn't invited yeah, to. Yeah, no, this sounds like, like a pretty uh, yeah. ruckus party, yeah. kind of a fun party. Mm. She was, she was fucking crumble in jail. James was kind of like, mm, I'm not sure. I was just wondering what your take on it is because 20 years is a fucking long time not to have any action, mate. Any real fucking action. So I need to ask that of both of you. Harrison, you're a depraved fucker, but I fucking love you, mate. See, <laughs> you're a star. Love you from the UK. Well, you know what? Thank you, Vicky. You know, yeah. um, usually you kind of don't have a choice in these, these matters. When in, you're in prison? prison? No, you always have Oftentimes a choice. Oftentimes you don't, though. You always have a choice. Well, sometimes. Sometimes you, know, you, you don't. You might get stabbed, well, yeah, but you okay. have a fucking choice. <laughs> you have a choice whether you get stabbed yeah. or uh, yeah. sodomized. Right. Um, I mean, if... so, so we're going to assume that mm. there's no con, like conjugal visits. That's not happening. Uh, yeah, that's not 20 happening. Years. Yeah, yeah, 20 years. 20 years is a long time. You know what? It's hard to say. Um, would I suck cock? No. For for multiple reasons, um, the main one being that once you do that, you're a punk or a prag or whatever, and you're just you're fucked. You know, your whole rep is just shit. So you can't do that. Um, also, I have no interest in doing that. Um, you know, so no, I would not do that. What if I? I dep- you know, it depends. It depends on if I was doing drugs in prison. Yeah, maybe you know? if you're under the influence. If or I was something. doing drugs and yeah. You know, you know, I just I, I don't really have any inhibitions like, you know, I have, I, you know, I'm not like attracted to men. Yeah, that, but that's like I issue. could see if there's like a pretty guy in prison. Sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? So if there's like a Jared Leto type yeah. walking around, you're like, ah, maybe I'll suck it that guy's dick. No, I'm not going to oh, do wait, that. You, you let I just him said I wouldn't dick. do that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But, um, you know, yeah. See, that, I think that the issue with me is like... Because it wouldn't just, bother me. I wouldn't be like, oh, does this mean... Like, I don't give a shit. I just... I'm, I'm just not... fully comfortable in my own sexuality. Yeah, but see, with me, though, it's like mm. I'd be comfortable just having a titty mag and a fifi that I made or something. Mm. Or just jacking off. That's why I'm kind of like... I'm just not attracted enough to a dude to be like, I really need to get laid. So I'm going to go have sex with a guy, even yeah. though I'm not that attracted to Although guys. Although you don't know what would happen in 10 years. Maybe you, know? you, you can't really predict. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I just feel like if it if you know now that even though I've never really been in prison mm-hmm. and uh, I've never been locked up for twenty years, and if I right. had to conjecture, I would say I'd just probably just jerk off if I could, and mm. hopefully not get raped in the shower. I'm right. assuming. Yeah. But yeah, my own volition. No, I probably would prefer not to suck dick in prison. Right. Yeah. Um, no. Me too. Um, if I had the choice, but yeah, I right. guess you. I guess you don't know after twenty years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, I can but, make a mean Fifi though. Okay, I've had lots of experience there. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I. I you know I'm just so used to the goddamn flashlight. 
But I, uh, Kit. I think when they find your kit, you'll probably be getting an extra 10 years, though, on top of that. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, yeah I mean, because I, I have it in, a, in like a suitcase. You know? I was wondering that. Yeah. Like, do you have it in a duffel bag or is it an actual suitcase with like roller wheels? Su- no, it's like a flat suit, almost like a big briefcase. That way you can open. If it's in a backpack, it's like hard to find the things. But is it if like something Sherlock Holmes would carry? You op- kind of. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you can open it and then you could see all the stuff in there. You don't have to like go reaching around for the fucking, you know, whatever. But how, okay, how organized is it? It's like, do you open up the leather briefcase and then like the scalpel and the... Uh, no, it's not that, that organized. It's like wrapped up. Also, and, like, I'm not H.H. H. Holmes <laughs> or something. I don't know why everybody thinks this. Um, no, but I mean, you you know, you need your basic restraints, right? Okay. Yeah. You want a collar. You want a gag. At least one. You writing this down, people? Yeah, write this all down, okay? Um, you know, you want some kind of a dildo vibrator thing, you know? Um, you want a, a vibrating butt plug, ideally. A vibrating butt plug? Yeah. Okay. Right? Um, you want that. You Do you want... want one of those little mini spy cameras to put, like, inside the toilet? Yes. Okay. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> POV toilet cam. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, God. Yeah, and uh, so, yeah, you want that shit. And I, I've had a lot of stuff that's just like, sometimes things disappear over the years, you know? Because the good thing about the, the suitcase is you keep it in your closet, you throw it in your trunk. What does it smell know? like? Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Feces, blood. Yeah, cum. you don't want to, you know, you want to try to clean the things after you use them before you put them back in the suitcase. I was about suitcase. to say, do you put them no, back you don't in the suitcase contaminate, you, you don't want to contaminate, yeah, you got to want, you don't want to contaminate everything else in the fucking suitcase. So you, you know? reuse all these items on new sex partners. Yeah. Yeah. See, that, I always found that to be kind of weird. Like, I wouldn't, mm. if I had my girlfriend's, you know, if I broke up my girlfriend and she left her mm. dildos, I'd probably just throw them away. Well, the thing is, is that usually, like, something will be broken or you'll lose it somewhere. So you get into buying new shit anyway, usually, you know? So do you have, like, uh, so, those, those like, riding yeah. crops or Depends on who you're going to see. Sometimes I, I don't really, I'm not really into riding do you have crops. paddles with spikes? I'm not really into paddles. No. Or, yeah. The bare hand for spanking, you know? Bare hand, okay. Do you need the touch of skin on skin, in my opinion. Do you have a lube? Of course, yeah. Lots of lube, okay. Lube, some uh, toy cleaner. We've talked about this. Uh, toy, toy, <laughs> toy cleaner. cleaner. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you really want to clean those toys. You know, uh, depends on who you're going to see. Sometimes a strap-on is in there. Oh, a strap-on, you know? okay. Sometimes the Wonder Woman fucking costume's in there. You don't, you know? This is a pretty big briefcase. Yeah, here. sometimes it really is just filling, you know... It's really like a <laughs> couple dead gerbils. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> it's really just like hard to zip it up sometimes, you know? Wow. It's yeah. Like Felix the Cat's fucking it's bag like, of tricks. It's like Gallagher's bag of yeah. props. <laughs> carrot top. Dirty carrot top. Yeah, I am I am sexual <laughs> carrot top. <laughs> Deviant Wait, carrot top. Three words that nobody's ever said. <laughs> sexual carrot top. Nobody in the history of time has ever said that. So there you go, Vicky. Yeah. Now you can go build your own sex kit. This is yeah. a DIY sex kit. Yeah. Because do they sell sex kits? And this at is like, like I've never said I've never gone into this before on the show. No, I, know, I, I, is, we've never asked about the contents inf- of your kit. This is important information. I'm sure everybody's wondered and right. speculated, but yeah. no one's ever actually you know heard it. Sure. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's, there you go. That's good. Can you, you buy? Got, you one want of your these metal things, handcuffs? Though? You want your leather cuffs? You want your all? You know, some rope, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. 
So what, did you like learn over time or did you just kind of go off by yourself and experiment and be like, you know what, this would look great in the kit? Or experiment. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you yeah. didn't like have a mentor. And I'll be like, like, oh, I got this thing from a store and I'm like, you know what, I could make my own and be better. Do you have any weird Nazi shit? Um, not in the sex kit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I That's mean, hanging in the closet. That'll be later, you know. The right person comes along. Ball gag. Do you have ball gag? Of course. Okay. Yeah. Any CBT devices? No, no, no. No? I don't like that. No cock and ball um, no, torture no, no, going no, on no, there. No, 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 All right. There you yeah. go, people. I literally, I just, <laughs> if I get hit in the in the testicles, I, I almost, I could throw up. I've thrown up before after getting hit in the test. Like, I get so nauseous, I could throw up. I don't see how that's And that'll sexually, ruin the whole sexually section. arousing. Yeah. That would just ruin the whole sexual experience once I vomit on you after you <laughs> be in the testicles. Unless that'll you're into just, it. That'll, yeah, I guess yeah, so. You never know. Roman yeah. shower. Right. What about, um, what's that thing called? The sounding. It's like the electric sounding. Ooh, or they stick it in the, in the pee hole and yeah. just like plug it in the wall. Yeah, or, you know, it's like a tuning fork. A tuning fork. Yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. You put the metal rod in your urethra ah. and then you use like a tuning fork or something to bang it. And he's like, Wing. Ah, do you have one of those? No, <laughs> I'm not really into pain. I, I'm really not into like um, inflicting or receiving pain. It's more the psychological aspect. Like the, the things are nice to have, but it's really more of a psychological game, a power exchange. But you know, mm, it's, I can see that. Yeah, that's really what what. It, so you don't necessarily need this shit to, what, to do this kind of do these kind of games. What about something that like can clear the air, clear the moods, air funny? Like oh. no, I'm I'm saying oh. something that, like relieve the tension, like fake poo or whoopee cushion, <laughs> rubber chicken. <laughs> Rubber chicken. rubber chicken it's like things are getting yeah. intense getting yeah. a little serious yeah rubber chicken yeah fake poo why is there a rubber chicken in my ass <laughs> how did this happen i don't know how many yeah. times i've asked myself right. that question <laughs> yeah anyway there you go vicky i hope you yeah. took some notes mm. uh second call we got here also from the uk okay hey second wrong uh i've been uh listening to your podcast for maybe the past uh two months or so because I think you're like a watered-down version of Opie and Anthony. Watered-down? I used to listen to them on YouTube all the time. Watered-down? That's, yeah. I'm insulted. Well, because we don't fucking, uh, you know, read from Mein Kampf like Anthony Kimia. <laughs> I was about to say. Is that why? Is that why? <laughs> We're not as racist. We don't believe <laughs> yeah. in, like, racial purity. Right. <laughs> we don't beat our girlfriends. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's watered down in 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 modern America. Isn't okay. he like uh, Mister Infowars now? He is. Yeah. Is he on Alex Jones' it, show? It, oh yeah, he is. He's oh, like a okay. regular, like a regular contributor. Him and fucking uh, Billy Corgan. A oh, Billy Corgan. Too? Yeah. And Amy, um, not Amy Mann. Amy Schumer. You know, no, uh, <laughs> Amy Mann. Like, not so Amy Mann. Amy Mann. Not Amy Mann. I could imagine Amy, that. Uh, Amy, uh, what was her fucking name? Um, Winehouse. <clears throat> Amy Allen. Do you Amy remember Amy Allen. Allen? She did that song. I'd start a revolution if I could get up in the morning. Oh, yeah. I remember do that remember that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like 1999, and then they used it as the theme song from the Birds of Prey television show. Hmm. And apparently there was like a big issue because in, in the early Iraq war, because the CIA was... At least she claims the CIA was like, you can't record this. It's too revolutionary. <laughs> She's on that show a lot. She's on that show, too. She did too. a song about, um, um, what's his name? 
Paul, not Rand Paul, his father. Oh, Ron Paul. Ron Paul. Ron she Paul. did a song about Ron Paul. Don't they like Ron Paul? Yeah. Yeah, they, she I'm loves sure him. they do. Yeah, he's Yeah, she's one of these. There's all these weird 90s rock stars that are now like maniacs on InfoWars. I never understood why people still like, oh, Anthony yeah. Cumia. That guy was so brilliant. Yeah. Thank God. You know, Jim Norton was great on that show. That uh, yeah, it. that's true. Yeah, yeah. That was about it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, calling from England, uh, I work as a as a journalist down this way for a small-time newspaper, and uh, I want to tell you about a, a story I covered today. Uh, there is a, a sweet shop in the town that I'm covering for. You know, my great-grandfather was a journalist for the Liverpool paper of repute. Oh. Yeah. Do you ever hang out in sweet shops? Uh, I don't think so. But he was in a <laughs> German prison camp during World War One. Whoa. Yeah. He was Jewish, but he... It was it was just like he happened to be in Germany when war was declared, so they took all foreigners and put them in a prison camp. Wow. He wrote a memoir about During it. During the uh, the Weimar years, did he have to pose no, as a fraud to get out? Yes. Yes, the <laughs> No, in the teens. When the Kaiser. Oh, okay. Before, back when we were fighting yeah. the Kaiser. Now we're t- he's talking about sweet shops. I'm talking about the Kaiser. All right. And someone has been shitting on their back door um, routinely for the past, well, since September or so, really. Um, wow. Wait, that's, that's that's interesting. Like routinely, just like every shop. other week on yeah. the on the door. It's probably some fat kid, you know. <laughs> that gets he's too many. Nerds. What did they like like sell out of Charleston shoes? Yeah, and now yeah. the guy has a grudge. Yeah. Three times in uh, September 2016, someone went down there and uh, and shat on their back door, and then four times since February, uh, someone has gone and shat on their back door <laughs> twice in the past week. This has got to be some kind of uh, Pinocchio situation where, like, a Sour Patch Kid became a real boy. <laughs> and now he's just shitting all over the place. I have an idea, actually. Yeah. Why not install a fucking camera? Yeah. There, there you go. Yeah, I mean, they're a sweet shop, dude. They, they must have a ton of money to, to put it's cameras. It's not that difficult okay. to go get a ca- I mean, Chuck Berry could put one in the toilet. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, okay, whatever. And uh, uh, I have to go down there myself. I've, I've seen the photos. They're, they're, they, they're, they're not dog turds, for sure. You can tell by the widths and the various consistencies, that's for sure. Um, yeah, we're looking like there might be even more than one person. There is a there is a pub over the road, so maybe someone's just coming out and they need to use a loo, so they just, just shit on the <laughs> sweet shop's back door. Uh, it's pretty disgusting. I'm really glad investigative journalism isn't dead. <laughs> this guy, yeah. yeah. Woodward and Bernstein yeah, Woodward over and here. Bernstein over yeah. here. I wonder if that's what that's what happens though. It's like you're at the pub and you're mm-hmm. like, you know, you're you, you lose the dark game, you're yeah. drinking like your sixth wife beater and you're like, I yeah. gotta take a shit. Yeah. Go for the sweet shop. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and then everybody just does it. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or maybe the owner of the sweet shop pissed off someone in the pub. Oh, that could have happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the thing about this sweet shop is uh, they are also a charity, and they offer work experience placements for special needs teenagers. Oh, there you go. So uh, if they've mm. got Down syndromes or autism, they're allowed to come here, and they work at the sweet shop to get a little work experience. Uh, so they've said they're having a really hard time explaining to their, 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 their autistic staff, trying to teach them about shop hygiene and how important it is to be clean in the workplace, mm. and then they have to try and explain how an adult just shat on their back door. Uh, but it gets even better because uh, if they have any members of staff who uh, are wheelchair bound, the only way for them to get into the sweet shop 
is through the back door. And, uh, yeah, they, they also have to just wheel. If, if, if it happens, they open the back, they yeah. say they dread, they dread opening the back door in the morning. God, how much shit is there? Jesus. Human shit there. Yeah. And if they don't clean it up, then they've got to wheel their, their, their wheelchair bound staff past the human shit and also explain to them why this is happening. Wait, they're in wheelchairs and they're autistic? <laughs> well, I think they're like, you know, disabled, oh, okay, retarded okay. people. Yeah, all right. Although I wonder, I bet you this sweet shop mm. makes some retards clean the shit. Don't you think? Yeah, it's like there's a, probably like a like a yeah. note, like don't clean up the shit with your hands and then put your hand in the gobstopper bowl. Well, I mean, think about it. It's like you there's mm. you know a limited amount of activities the retarded guy can accomplish <laughs> at a regular level. So I bet you they're just right. kind of like. Here you go, Rotundo. Yeah. Go clean the, uh, <laughs> the back door. <laughs> and they give him a broom what? and a mop. <laughs> That's a very common oh, name oh. for a retarded individual. I don't know if you knew this. Rotundo. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. This is the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I can play this. Um, yeah, it's 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 fucking hilarious. Um, and that, that that was my that was my day today. So um, yeah, the England's got some colourful colourful towns. Um, anyway, keep it sick, keep it wrong, good picture. Ta-ra, bye. I love this hard hitting journalism yeah. going on there. It's like the phantom shitter at the candy store. Yeah, we gotta go. Uh, we gotta go cover this piece. <laughs> Do you think this guy goes undercover as like a retarded dude? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I bet she goes in there and has to act full retard mm. to find out who the shitter is. <laughs> it's like an episode of 21 Jump Street. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 21 Jump Street meets Life Goes On. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I wonder. I wonder mm. what, what's interesting about this is how much shit do you think is there? Like the volume of shit. Yeah. Like, do you think it's just a couple turds or do you think it's like multiple people just shitting? And this is the worst, I mean, the worst part about it is because you know they're fucking like 12 year olds that go to the store and they yeah, just and steal they a fuck ton of candy because Rotundo is too <laughs> busy like care. looking at a pen <laughs> to realize that it's something you know, shiny on the ground. These kids are robbing yeah. the fucking store blind because wouldn't you do that if you were 12? You'd be like oh, the yeah, candy, I mean, of I would course. Do it, I mean, I'd do it now when I go to a bulk. Yeah. You know, if I go to like mm. a Target and there's a bulk yeah. candy section, yeah. I'm stealing candy. Yeah. I mean, um, 12-year-olds are basically evil. So, of course, they're going to do that. I just, no. yeah, I mean, it, this reminds me of, uh, when's the last time you stepped in human feces? I don't know if I've ever stepped in human feces, you, D. It happens every now and then. Tenderloin. Maybe at like the YMCA or something in the locker room or something. I think that happened to me when I was a kid, yeah. In San Francisco, yeah. you live in the Tenderloin, a lot of homeless people. And they yeah. usually shit like in alleys or in right. between cars. Every now and then, you're drunk, you might step in like a human turd. And you know it's a human turd, not a dog turd. Oh, yeah. By the size, the smell. But I remember uh, one time me and my brother were going somewhere. And this is back when uh, Jeffrey had a car. Mm. Some homeless guy shit in between cars, but just basically right on his bumper. Mm. And there was like this like three turds just mm. on his bumper. <laughs> and my brother was infuriated. Yeah. He was so angry. Yeah. But he wouldn't clean it off. So I was like, well, dude, you should get your car. He's like, I don't give a shit. 
I was like, well, you have shit on your yeah. And so we just drove around with like these three bum turds mm. just on the car. Couldn't you and like break real fast and get them off the t- He tried, but okay, it was just like, yeah. <laughs> he wasn't going to touch it. I wasn't going to touch it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was on for a while until it like rained. Jesus. Yeah. But yeah, that's the, you know, mm. g- install a camera. It's not that difficult. Yeah, okay. You know, get a dog. Mm. <laughs> Train one of those retards to attack. All right, we got one more call here. Uh, this is speaking of retards. Mm. Um, Michigan boy. <laughs> the most hated <laughs> caller of them yeah, all, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, sticking wrong. What's up? It's everybody's favorite guy, Michigan boy, <laughs> a.k.a. reverse Randy Newman. Man, feeling the love. Only thing I have to say to Flint, nigga, one question. The bullet you have for me, you said you got a bullet for me? Did you get it out of your fucking brain? Of the lead riddle, that lead riddle brain of yours. What? Ugh. Ooh, what a Is comeback! Is he implying that Flint nigga ate lead paint? Oh, right, because they had no, lead, in the the lead in the water. Lead in the water. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah but what, what a burn! What's well, a serious issue? It's definitely you know, like nothing, knocking this rivalry up a notch. Nothing to make notches. light of. Nothing, nothing to make light of so, there. So, people, this is an older call that mm. I've been saving because Harrison's been, um, mm. you know, he's been he's been uh, busy, been preoccupied with uh, the getting sober thing. Yeah. And so I've been saving this call for a while. Not to mention, um, this dude annoys the shit out of me. So yeah. I like to play these calls sparingly. Uh, but this is referring to like a, a month and a half ago. Yeah. When a Flint nigga called in and was just like, I'll bust a cap in your ass, fool. And like called him out. Did he really say he had a bullet for him? Like a, I don't remember. It's like how Wolverine had a bullet in Logan. In Logan, yeah. yeah. Okay. Spoiler. Mm. Oh, sorry. Is, uh, you sound worse. I can barely understand you. You sound worse than the special needs kids I used to help in high school. Oh, God. Oh, man. Man, I'm not hiring this guy for my comedy roast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not, not impressed. Yeah, this guy's got a, yeah, he's yeah. got a permanent seat at the Friars Club, yeah. this guy. So. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, man. Mm. So That's mad. It. All right. That's all I got to say. Keeping it short now. Oh, as for uh, Mr. To- Captain Tokyo at the beginning of the fucking podcast last week, he can go fucking Harry Carey himself in the fucking Fukushima radiation <laughs> mess and let fucking Godzilla, Rodan, and Mecha Hydra run a fucking train on him. Well, at least he tailors them for the individual people. It's a regular Don Rickles, this yeah. guy. <laughs> no, he, so th- this was referring to yeah. an intro, a show like a month ago or yeah. something. When the guy, this guy from Tokyo called in and was just like, mm. you suck. Yeah. And just went off And on actually him. threatened his life. It threatened I him too, yeah. yeah. Not the only mm. person to threaten Michigan Boy's life. Yeah, yeah. And uh, just so you know, the reason why I talk like this is because... Uh, Stroke. D nailed it on the head. I had a concussion when I was younger, so fuck all y'all. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Just like every serial killer ever. I, they I'm, all have head injuries when they're children. I think his mom got really drunk and dropped yeah. him. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Explains a lot. Yeah. Just pretend it never happened. Yeah. Keep it sick, keep it wrong. And you know what? Fuck everybody. Nobody likes me. At least Harrison likes me. That's all I really give a shit about. The whole reason why I listen to this show. I mean, D, you're great. Don't get me wrong, but fucking Harrison's the man. Appreciate it. You guys are awesome. The rest of you can all suck my fucking hairy cock. 
<laughs> he I'm calls. Like, he calls back with a part number two. Other people, like other listeners, hate this guy the way I hate Quigley. You know. Yeah. No. This. Yeah. There's, there's some deep seated <laughs> hatred for Michigan Boy. This, yeah. I mean, a lot of people write in to Facebook like how much mm. he sucks and mm. that don't play his calls. But then again, it's like a lot of people hate me too, so right, I'm, yeah. I'm fine with this. A lot of people love to hate you. A lot of people yeah, love to hate they me. They do. Yeah. No, I think they find it cathartic, right. which is, I'm cool with. You know, If it's right. helping you heal yourself, then right. go ahead and hate me. Yeah. Just don't hate Jews. Hate no. me, yeah. the person. Um, he calls back with a, there's a part number two here. Okay. One more thing. If, if uh, Flint nigga was really a fucking anarchist, he wouldn't have even voted. I hope he realized that. You know, he's fucking retarded, but, you know, it's really hard to comprehend things when you're that dumb. I don't feel like he ever claimed to be an anarchist, did he? I'm not sure. Did, did he say, I know he's a Trump supporter, but did he actually no. vote? I don't think he No, voted. he didn't vote. Yeah. He didn't vote. Um, but I don't think he was, like, saying yeah. he's an anarchist. Yeah, I don't remember him going into the, like, fucking political theories of Michel Foucault or something. <laughs> like anarchists <laughs> tend to do, you know? Uh, all the anarchists do yeah. that these days. Yeah. Hey, my name is Flint Nigger. Um, I, I live in Pennsylvania. I've got a piece of this. This guy in Colorado. <laughs> Fucking asshole. You know what? I'm sorry. I have to play that again. <laughs> wow. I need to play that part wow. again. That, that was, was the harshest burn I've that, ever heard on this show. That was a sick burn, guys. <laughs> Wait, I need to play that again because that was hilarious. All right. Who do you think, nigga? Um, I, I live in Pennsylvania. I got a beef with this. some guy in Colorado. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, you know what? I am hiring him for my roast. <laughs> do you think yeah. he, much like Jane Goodall, mm. studied chimps in Northern Africa? <laughs> do you think he went to like you know a home for the retarded and just watched them, observed them over a period of weeks, and then yeah. just developed that retard patois? Because <laughs> he's got a. I was like yeah. for a second there. I thought I was watching Life Goes On. Yeah, wow. And for a second there. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. I'm sure that investigative journalist that just heard that is like, I was transported to the yeah, sweet yeah, shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that was that was that a, was, that that was, was a, a sick burn. That was a pretty good uh, impression. I couldn't I like imagine. I can't even fathom yeah. what it'd be like to be Flint nigga right yeah. now hearing that. A single tear is running down his face like the Native American who found the fucking cup on the side of the road or whatever. Do you think he's pulling out his gat and just busting caps yeah. in the wall? Yeah, shooting the television shooting the like television. Elvis. <laughs> you know? <laughs> he is so angry right now. Yeah. This this feud just kind of went up uh, you know, a couple notches. Oh, yeah. God. It's hot, guys. All right. Well, there you go. Thank you, Michigan boy, for, uh, for that. Wasn't expecting that. Jesus, such vitriol. But a damn good tart impression. Mm -hmm. People call Sigron Hotline 323-522-4032. iTunes, best way to listen to the show. Subscribe, rate, comment. We do appreciate that. No, I say it every week, but we really do. Like Harrison religiously checks the iTunes page oh, yeah. for comments. Um, and often he like writes to me like, why don't you change the description? Yeah. It's like, I, I did change it about a year ago. But hey, he, he's just checking that out right now. Yeah. But yeah, just, uh, just, just subscribe, okay? Mm. Subscribe. We appreciate that. Also, if you want to buy some sick and wrong shit, some sick and wrong merch, 
Um, you can go to the Cafe Press Store, stickeroundpodcast.com slash store, and click on the link. And finally, here, as I mentioned before, we're going to play some Chuck Berry for the song of the week. Mm. Uh, this is off his album Bio, which came out in 1973, Chess Records. And uh, considering what we already just spoke about with the piss and the, the transporting of prostitutes across state lines, this song's called Hello Little Girl, yeah. Goodbye. You know what's weird about Chuck Berry and guys like Chuck Berry? They what's never, weird? They're, well, <laughs> other than all the uh, you know, predatory sex acts, uh, he never evolved musically, you know? Well, like you look at somebody like Brian Eno, you know? Yeah, but I mean, that's a, that's a totally different style. Okay, yeah. I mean, if you, yeah. if you listen to Chuck Berry's like Johnny Be Good versus what he did in the 70s, I mean, it's okay. a lot more like rock and blues but yeah mm. I think he definitely kept it in that, the, the vein mm. of blues but you could say the yeah. same thing about Bo Diddley you could say the same thing about Rammstein right you Remember can that? say the same yeah. thing about Rammstein yeah. so talk about sticking within the same genre mm-hmm. although they make some great videos anyway rest in peace Chuck Berry you're gonna be missed 90 years old um, I wonder if you can buy the piss videos who's gonna on, miss uh, okay a lot of people All look right. at Questlove look yeah. at uh, Mick Jagger Bruce Springsteen, big Chuck Berry fan. Mm. Um, I wonder if you could buy the piss videos on eBay. Like Chuck Berry's personal collection of piss videos. I'm sure you can. You probably can. Yeah, like that video of OJ rapping. <laughs> you know? <laughs> anyway, uh, people, I'll let you know what happens in New Orleans. A happy birthday to my sister. We'll be back next week with episode 577. Until then, take a sleazy.
Yeah, at, at the family yeah. video. Okay, yeah. Remember yeah, that I story? There's only one. Yeah, there's. Uh, I think there's still a couple of. Yeah, there's one. Uh, there's three of them here. I think still. Didn't they have the old west style saloon doors and the porn yes, in the back room? Yeah, the porn. They did not have the beads. <laughs> Some places went with the beads. Well, you those are like cinema art. Yeah. And then, but yeah, they had the saloon doors at the family video. And I, I'll, <laughs> I'll never forget the fucking, uh, I used to go in there and like grab stacks. Like I'd take stacks of porn up to the counter, like, like where you got your balancing them, like you're fucking carrying a tray through a restaurant. To, you got like 10 in each arm balancing. I'd throw on the fucking thing and on that, I'd hardly ever fucking return. I never returned them on time. They were, and these were tapes. These were like yeah, VHS DVDs tapes. Or, yeah, VHS tapes. I wouldn't return them on time or ever rewind them. I, they used to call, and this is when I was like 19 or whatever, living at my parents' house. They'd call my fucking, my house, because that's the only number. I didn't have a cell phone or whatever. They'd have to call the house. Uh, yes, um, we're just calling from family video. You had, And then they'd go over the titles that you had, like rent it out, like fucking gangbang my face for, and like all this shit and my mom would be the one that answered I wouldn't be home my mom would answer the phone and then I'd get this list when I come home uh, John family video called they say there's 11 videos that you have they haven't returned and she'd have the names all written down wait was She's the like, membership uh, in your parents name what's that was the membership yeah, the in membership your name was your in parents? their name and it was like their, the phone number was their phone number and they'd call, and yes, this is family video calling. Yeah, we see that you still have 11 videos you haven't returned, and then they say list which ones they were. And my mom would sit there with a pen and write them all down. Oh, my God, gang made my face for <laughs> oh, I remember when the, uh, the rabbi would go on a vacation for, like, you know, take – Go because at that point when I was in high school I wasn't going on family vacations anymore. But they'd go to like right, right. Traverse City for the weekend or something. It'd be like my mom, my dad, my sister, and one of my sister's friends. So I'd be yeah, I'd have the house myself. So I wouldn't go to the family video in Essexville because I might run into somebody. So I'd go to the right. one all the way over the bridge in Bay City. Because I knew I wasn't going to run into anybody there. And I'd go, right. you know, through the saloon doors, get like fucking a couple of videos, go up there. And usually it was fine, but I remember one time, I think it was, I think her name was Becky or something. She was in there with her boyfriend right behind me. And I didn't realize, and I'm sitting there checking out, and then uh, the woman's like, okay, we got, and she's like announcing the names. It's like, come squirters, blah, blah, blah. And then <laughs> Becky was like, Dave? And I was just like, oh, God. <laughs> I think I was like, uh, I forgot something in my car. I'll be back. And I just ran, got my car, just took off. <laughs> 